Yo, it's your man, excuse me, that cat, Skeeter Brooks, podcast number two here on Anchor, and um, I'm having fun, at least when I get a chance to do it. So it's 11 o'clock in the morning, my supposed to be second day off or first day, it's my first day, so like I'm off three days. Um, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Well, I work Sunday night, so technically half of Monday is gone. Um, And Tuesday is the actual full day that I'm off. And Wednesday is the actual full day that I'm off. At least that's the way that I look at it. Anyway, why am I up? I went into work yesterday to provide coverage for a few hours and came home. Didn't get home till about maybe midnight, close to midnight. And here I am, I'm up. Normally, I'm knocked out, but I'm up. Um, I did get a chance to make my special brownies. So I had one this morning and I'm feeling good. A little sarcastic, but I'm feeling good. And so the thought was just racing through my head. And I said, you know, I should go ahead and do a podcast. Now, let me say this. The thoughts and the views expressed on this podcast are my own, okay? They are not really meant to, honestly, they're not meant to insult or offend anyone, but they are my honest opinions. And if you agree with me or not, you know, sometimes it's better to air out than it is to keep it in. There you go. Um, I do intend on doing an extended version of this particular podcast um, on my website, SkeeterBrooksPodcast.com. Still getting that together. You can go to it. It's live. I'm still trying to come up with content. I want to do some more mixes, but I definitely want to um, do the extended version of this particular podcast. I wanted to give it a title, but I really can't. It's just a rant. It's a random thought with a little bit of funk attached to it. So here we go. Um, I want to give a shout out to Killer Mike. Um, I have been very fortunate to be turned on to this brother and I'm definitely feeling a lot of what he's saying, a lot of what he's talking about as it pertains to us black people. Here's my issue and not with him, but with the subject of my people. So, in a lot of ways, I'm not supposed to be able to address my people. And a lot of times when I talk, I talk from living a black life. And for those of you who ain't never lived a black life, I don't understand how you can be offended when the conversation is strictly between me and my people. Uh Last week, I believe it was a couple co-workers and I were talking now, you know, one of them was white, female, and then it was me and another brother. And we always talk. I enjoy talking to him. Sometimes we just cut up and sometimes we actually talk about stuff. Well, I don't actually recall what the subject line was, but what I will not forget is how the young lady inserted herself into our conversation. Now, 
for all intended purposes, we teammates and certain subjects, you know, we can talk about. But this particular day, she just really seemed more active in inserting herself into the conversation than normal. Um, I'm very mindful of when we talking, you know, and what we talk about. And I don't care who you are. There's always going to be a undertone of color involved in most conversations. Guaranteed. Because the way that black people see money is completely different than the way white people see money. The way that black people raise their children will always be different than the way that white people raise their children. Just flat out, the conversation is always going to have some black and white undertone to it. Um, even in the tech world, even in the tech world, same thing. But at some point, she decided to get more into the color thing. And she spoke briefly on one black kid that grew up in their neighborhood. It was the only black kid that grew up in their neighborhood. And, you know, how this this kid used to get teased and ridiculed and spoken to disrespectfully by some people and how it never really occurred to her that this was actually going on, you know, to this kid in a way where she felt something, you know, about it. She was concerned, but yet, you know, that, 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 oh, damn, they really talking to him like that didn't kick in until later in life. Okay, fine, whatever. We, I like bulbs all go off at a different time. Sometimes I like bulbs never go off. Um, But, okay, I'm going to give you that. And while we were talking, I had to say to her, you know, probably one of the most dangerous things you could ever do is feel like it's okay to insert yourself into certain conversations that are occurring between black people. And the reason why it, it can be really dangerous sometimes is because you can't really see or feel what the emotion is from this black person as it pertains to this particular black subject. And so you can try to do the kumbaya thing and and we're equal. I said, but some conversations are not inclusive for everybody, period. But in a day of technology, and I can talk about technology because I've been doing it for so long. In a day of technology, Nothing is is separated, you know, like everything is inclusive and it's not. It's really not like when I look at my people, you know, my people get all up and excited about these accomplishments that we have made over the years. And I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think that we've accomplished half of what uh, our ancestors and and forefathers vision for us. I I really don't believe that. Um, Example. So I am a working everyday kind of dude. I haven't been the perfect person. I have made my mistakes. And it's crazy because when I think about the successes that I have had in life, I could count on one hand the successes that I've had as it relates to another black person being involved in it 
and I can count on two hands how many of my successes have involved white people. And that bothers me. So I'm watching Netflix and um, I had a caller call in and somehow or another we got on the subject of watching movies. <clears throat> Excuse me. And he mentioned to me that, you know, it was like, you like Netflix? I said, man, I'm a Netflix junkie. I wish I had stock in their company or something. I would love to be in one of the originals. But anyway, yes, I love Netflix. He said, you know, you need to check out that documentary on Bill Gates. Inside the mind of Bill Gates, you need to check that out. I said, okay, I'll, I'll do that. And he was like, well, let me know what you think the next time I talk to you. Sure will. So the other day, I came home. Um, Netflix had finally taken the money out of my bank account and let my account go back live again. And the first thing that I went to was inside the mind of Bill Gates. Man, that dude is smart. Fucking stupid smart. And what they talked about in this documentary, they centered around not how much money he had, but the philanthropy that he's doing right now. And one of them dealt with the water issue over in Africa. I forgot which part of Africa it is, but it's a poor section of Africa. And he talked about how he got in touch with some of his engineer friends, and these were white guys. Um, they had one black guy on there. He was African, and he spoke on when he went through school and, you know, what inspired him to do what it is that, he, that he's doing right now. And he even works for the, the Bill Gates Foundation. Shout out to them for all the wonderful stuff that they're doing. Um, but he's part of that. But for the most part, it was just majority white people. And Bill Gates got in contact with um, one of his engineer buddies and this guy owned a plant. Uh, I, I believe it was a sewage plant or something like that. And ultimately, long story short, this guy came up with some plans and they built one. Uh, they built a, a sewage treatment center system in, in this specific part of Africa. Not to mention the fact that Bill Gates, with all the money that he has, said, you know what? We need to come up with a way toilets. We need to do toilets. We need to create toilets for these people because they were going to bathrooms in holes. And from what he said, some of them weren't even going in these spots where they got these holes. They would go to the edge where the water is and just let it rip. And um, so what he did was he came up with a contest and he reached out to a lot of colleges. I don't know if he reached out to any um, HBCUs, and I hope that did that one right. Yeah, I think it was HBCUs. I've never attended one. My son did. Shout out Dale State. Um, but he had a contest where he asked these colleges to have people come up with a way that come up with toilets that would be able to not only um, do away with the, the waste, the human waste, but how can we, once they flush it, come up with something that will break up the waste and filter the water, you know, filter the liquid and turn it into clean water. Like, let's come up with something like that. 
and the willing colleges got millions. They got a nice little chunk of change. Um, and so I'm like, wow. So this guy is over in Africa doing this kind of stuff. And meanwhile, most of our money making people that I know of, because I don't, you know, it, it's not it's not big news when a black person um, from America turns around and plunks some of their money into something in Africa. Like Oprah got a big shout out because she opened up schools. Akon, who was actually from Africa, bought electricity, I guess, I think it was to his particular home country in Africa. Um, I haven't done my research, so don't be throwing no rocks at me. But those are the two that comes to mind when I talk about black people doing something that Africa can get in press time. But Bill Gates is, is, is really doing it big over there. And I'm like, here we got in America, here we got money making African-Americans who are still trying to press the issue of equality and so on and so forth. Like we need to be treated with respect here in America. And I mean, that particular thing has been recycled hundreds, if not millions of times over. And we still keep getting the same result. We get a Band-Aid. And then we act like Massa said we free off of the Band-Aid when technically we haven't really moved ahead. Like, why is it that it's okay for a black person with money to want to get up and move away from the neighborhood and then come back when there's a moment for a photo op, when it's a documentary on how you grew up and came through the slums and became this big time person we create products and we double sometimes triple the charge of what it is that we're charging our people like i haven't really met a poor person who said that they wanted to be poor the rest of their life i haven't met a a black person who hasn't been as successful say I just want to continue to be unsuccessful in life. I haven't met those individuals um, like me, man, talent out the wazoo. I believe in myself and if given the right opportunity, I I know I could do some really wonderful stuff. And and most of what I'm trying to do is talk to my people because clearly we're not listening to each other like we should. Um, And so. I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about this this Bill Gates video, this documentary, and I'm like, this guy is really doing it. And even more than that, let me just throw this out here. While I'm watching this video, I'm looking at him, and this guy has a beautiful home for the parts that they showed, but he wears your basic khakis, loafers, regular old dress shirt and sweater and he always has a bag of books with him he's a big reader so he wherever he goes he's always got this this big bag of books but even more than that this dude does not have security around him all the time at least they didn't show that they showed him driving himself from his home to to his office um and then they broke down his schedule But my thing was, this dude is not dressed loud and gaudy. Not to mention the fact that Warren Buffett is good friends with him. And when you look at Warren Buffett, these dudes got dumb money. 
And when you look at them, neither one of them, when you look at them, neither one of them say, yes, I have a lot of money. They look like regular, normal people. Meanwhile, bling, bling, fast money, fast cars, central pay. I, I get it. I'm not, I'm not taking a leak on the, 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 the analogy that we all deserve to live good, which is true. We all deserve to live comfortably. We all deserve to be able to enjoy, enjoy some of the finer things in life. But I'm looking at these big money cats and I'm going, okay, we really doing something wrong. We're doing something real wrong. And so as long as we're given this appearance, you know, you, you could talk about the successes and stuff like that. But as long as we showing up like that, I mean, it's always going to be, to me, some form of failure, you know, because I, I, I mean, I would like to live nice, too. No joke. And I bust my tail to be able to stay alive. Thank God. Be able to live as long as I have. Um I've been fortunate enough to be able to help raise four children. Um, I've been fortunate enough to to stay in a career that I didn't choose. And, and it's been really good to me. But yet, I don't feel, and, and this probably goes back to the first podcast, I don't feel as though I've accomplished what I was supposed to accomplish. Um, a lot of that has to do with the decisions that I've made, but some of it also goes with the opportunities that were presented to me. Um, as, as a black man, I'm never going to compromise who I am. I'm going to always stand for myself. I believe that I'm the biggest advocate for me because that's just what this life is all about. Um, I don't, I, I, I can explain to you as best I can how I'm feeling and what I'm thinking but how you process that is is really up to you, okay? Um, it, it goes it goes into the thing of are you really taking in what I'm saying or are you speaking with an answer and not really taking in the information I, I'm, I'm giving you? And even more, if you don't understand, then can you can you explain it to me? But the problem comes in when I have to explain the explanation. It's not really hard. I mean, it's clear as the hand in front of your face. You know, I need an opportunity. Um, I don't have money, so I need help with this. And a lot of times you get, sorry, I can't do that. I'm busy right now. I'll get back with you or something like that. And then the small accomplishments, we act like everybody has benefited from it. And some people really haven't benefited from some of the accomplishments that some of us have have uh, been able to do. So I'm like, man, we really not as far ahead as we think we are. Um, we spend a lot of time trying to outdo each other. And it's always cool to have beef with each other like those are the things that sell um my sisters like i love a naturally beautiful woman there's no need for you to have to add on extra hair because you already know all of us ain't black people ain't born with long straight hair you have to be mixed with something so you know i'm seeing them not really embrace their their natural beauty it's a whole lot of layers to this subject i'm i'm not gonna try to keep going you know um our brothers, like, 
the OGs ain't holding court like they used to when I was little, you know, and, and OGs need to come on and start holding court again because we got a lot of young brothers out here that's got the game twisted. And once we address that, because we lightly touch on this stuff, but we don't really sit down and get to the core of the conversation, you know, and, and once we do that, I believe once we start having that conversation, speaking directly to us and how we act and how we are, I think then and only then will we be able to start seeing the successes, you know, that that we should see. It's funny how we've been told to go back to Africa for years and stuff, but, you know, we, we want to stay here. Like, we don't want to go back. We don't want to take our fortunes and go back and, and build a, 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 a kingdom in, in the place where our own people come from. It sounds like I'm speaking separatism. Some stuff you, you just have to separate. You can't include everything and everybody in every subject. That's just the honest to God truth. But um, these things really made me think. And so at this particular moment, while it was fresh on my head, I felt like I wanted to go ahead and do this podcast. Um, it's, it's small. And like I said, these are just my personal thoughts. I promise you some stuff I might get in, you know, some stuff I might get into the conversation, but I'm not going to debate you or rebuttal you, especially if I feel that way. Now, if you can give me something that'll make me go, you know what? Okay, I was wrong about that. I will definitely admit it. But if it's just a a debate, you know, like a, a unhealthy debate, like whose team is better than who based on a record, but even still, both teams suck. I'm not going to get into that debate. I'm not going to have that with you. Uh, again, I will be doing an extended version um, soon. Uh, the extended version, I'll be able to take music breaks like this one right here. I'm still learning how to do it, but I definitely want to take music breaks in between the podcast. So until then, this is just my thought. You all be blessed. Have a great day and go out here, be great and do something great. Help somebody because you just never know exactly what can come of that. All right. I'm going to holler at you. I'm out.